Financial pressures are having a serious impact on today's workers. A staggering 75% of employees report feeling stressed due to their finances, according to a survey conducted by Zazoom, an on-demand pay provider. Employees report stressing most about paying bills, buying food and groceries, and their living expenses, and they're looking to their employers for help. Meanwhile, employers are seeking ways to keep their workforce happy and engaged on the job. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today, we're joined by Shub Sadu, Vice President of Growth at Zazoom, which is a financial wellness solution that integrates with ADP and allows employees to instantly access their earned wages. Especially with the holiday season coming up, this type of benefit can be a real relief for employees. Shub, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, Jim. So if we can, let's start uh, by talking about the employee financial stress epidemic. Can you explain what this is and its impact? Great question. You know, depending uh, on your point of view, this is sometimes defined a little bit differently. But for us here at Zazun, we kind of look specifically at the impact of uh, folks having cash on hand and, you know, cash flow between paychecks. So when we talk about financial stress, we really talk about, you know, the two thirds plus of Americans who are living check to check. Um, and that really means that, you know, they do not have cash on hand for expenses for emergencies between um, paychecks. So when we talk about the financial stress epidemic, I think sometimes, you know, depending on, uh, you know, what circles you run in, people think about financial stress as, hey, you know, I'm not saving enough for my kid's college or I'm not putting enough in 401k. Um, when we talk about the financial stress epidemic, we're really talking about, you know, can I pay my bills? Do I have money for food, medicine, groceries, rent? Um, you know, you mentioned in the outset, like three quarters of our customers talk about, you know, being under financial stress and, you know, almost a third are saying very stressed. And, you know, as we all know, like financial stress is, you know, it's just stress, but it's, it's really for us the difference between, you know, worrying long term about your finances, but really sort of waking up in the morning going, you know, do I have enough money to make it through the day? That's a very important distinction. Uh, thanks for clarifying that. So with the holiday season coming up soon. Uh, what does this do to financial stress levels? You know, uh, uh, Jim, uh, my question when someone asks me that is always like, what does it do to your financial stress levels, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, even for, my, you know, myself and my family, you know, we're, you know, in a more fortunate, privileged position, but like we, but we always know that that first credit card bill that comes due in early January, you know, once you've done uh, the shopping and, and everything else, um, you know, it's it's going to be a big one, right? So from a budgeting perspective, um, you know, it, it's an expensive time of year, right? Um, so there's more expenses related to holidays, whether it's gift, meals, uh, you know, end of year expenses. Um, last holiday season, I was reading a, a, a story from Credit Karma that was talking about, you know, more than half Americans were more financially stressed at the holidays than 2019. Um, so I think that was both a combination in the holidays. And of course, uh, if anybody remembers 2020 was a fairly stressful year, not, not that 21 has been too much better, but uh, um, you know, there's a lot of ancillary additional expenses or things that come up at this time of year, um, you know, and that they sort of pile on and they make that holiday season a bit more stressful, um, you know, than it needs to be. Understood. Uh, thank you for that explanation. Uh, so let's pivot a little bit here. So let's talk a little bit about on-demand wage access. Uh, Shub, can you tell us a little bit about what that is and why there's been such uh, rapid growth in this industry? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think we talked earlier about that cash flow-related financial stress epidemic. Um, you know, and I think uh, before we talk 
on-demand pay, it's important to talk about what, you know, the solutions that, you know, quote unquote solutions that were out there before for folks, uh, you know, dealing with that financial stress. So, um, you know, historically, if you did not have money between paychecks, um, you know, what would you do, right? Uh, you know, you would hope, you know, ideal situation, maybe you could turn to friends or family uh, to bridge you. Um, but uh, alternatively, you would be you know, payday loans, you would go to overdraft a bank account, you would um, just choose to pay a bill payment late, you know, make the minimum payment on a credit card, for example. Um, so you'd kind of do that little bit of a shell game to try to get you through the two weeks between paychecks. So um, when uh, when we first started talking uh, on-demand pay in, you know, 2017, you know, really it was is there a better alternative? Can we provide a better alternative than what folks uh, who are in that position have access to um, today, right? Or, or today being, you know, three years ago. So um, that story for the first few years, Jim, really from 2017, I'd say all the way through 2020 was really about the messaging to a business or to a partner like yourselves was, um, this is an opportunity to provide something that will help your employees with their stress levels and will provide them a better option. So, and we certainly saw some growth uh, in the industry, um, you know, over those uh, couple of years there. Now, over the past year and a half, I would say what's really happened is we've always said to the business, hey, this is a positive benefit for your employees, but it's also going to benefit you as the business owner operator um, you know or hr leader if the business is a little bit bigger because it's going to be a benefit that employees want it's going to help you retain and recruit so um, what we've now seen you know that was always part of the messaging i would say it it landed with the business but they were far more uh, focused on hey this is a better thing i can do for my employees and now what we've really seen with, you know, um, some of the hiring challenges, the, uh, 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 you know, hiring challenges across the last, uh, especially 12 months is uh, the business owner operator is now really seeing this as something that I um, want to provide to my employees, but that I need to provide uh, as, a as a benefit because it's starting to become a bit more of an expectation. And particularly, you know, we're largely talking about, you know, um, the mid-market or small business here. They're starting to see some of the bigger players in the space offering services like this, and they want to be able to compete for that talent. So I would say, you know, the really rapid growth we're starting to see in the last year is really because the, the story is starting to resonate more uh, with, the, um, with the business about this being a positive benefit on top of the value that it provides to the employees. So that's great. Uh, excellent explanation there. So if I can just take this one step further. Sure. So in your opinion, how can on-demand wages help solve the financial stress epidemic and why you think people need this? Sure. You know, and I'm always, you know, we're always pretty honest about this. Like this isn't a, a, like this isn't ultimately a solution, right? It's not going to completely solve the problem for folks. Like we aren't giving people, um, you know, more money, right? Um, you know, the perfect scenario is, everybody gets paid every day and everybody gets paid, you know, uh, what they need. Um, the reality is that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because, you know, it won't work from a business cash flow perspective, you know, that, you know, businesses aren't typically paid every day, right? So um, it doesn't work from a technology standpoint, you know, uh, you know, most uh, technology payroll systems, you can't run payroll, you know, uh, uh, that frequently. 
And it doesn't work from an administrative perspective, right? No one's going to be able to run payroll every day. So, you know, if we put the ultimate solution be everybody gets paid every day, you know, uh, uh, for free for everyone and they get paid enough. So then we back our way, uh, work our way back from that is that what uh, on-demand pay does, it doesn't solve the problem, but it takes, I would say, the edge off the problem. So it it takes a little bit of the pressure off. So, you know, we ran a survey to a bunch of our uh, customers. When I say customer, I mean, you know, the end uh, user of Zazu and the folks who actually actually access their on-demand pay. A thousand people responded, 89% said, this reduces my financial stress. And what was super interesting about that is of those 89% of people who responded and said, this reduces my financial stress, not all of them had actually accessed on-demand pay inside of the previous few weeks. It was actually just knowing that they had, you know, for, for a portion of the group, it was just knowing that they had that safety valve that took that financial stress level down, right? So we're, we're, not, we're not, you know, ab absolutely solving the problem, right? Um, but we are providing, you know, I think a safety valve is a really good way to describe it. It's knowing that they have that sort of um, that thing in their pocket where if they need it, they can have it. And like anything, you know, if you know you have that safety element, you know, it takes that stress level, um, you know, down uh, quite a bit. So again, we're not solving the financial stress epidemic, but we are, you know, contributing to to reducing that stress level. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. So when I think about this, um, a lot of small business owners they might hear this phrase "access to on-demand wages." A few things come to mind to me. You know, for example. If a small business owner who may not be flush with cash, how can they afford to pay their employees daily? You know, and in your experience, does on-demand wage impact the way a small business attracts new or retains existing employees? Yeah, no, um, so both great questions. I think um, kind of back to my earlier point, um, the purpose of working with an on-demand pay provider is because the small business does not have cash flow, um, you know, to, to pay people every day in the same way that the employee is having, you know, ca cash flow challenges between paychecks. You know, if you're a small business operator and you invoice, you know, on a monthly basis, well, you know, you're carrying those costs, right, for 30 days, for example. So, so the purpose of working with an on-demand pay provider um, is the on-demand pay provider bears like sort of the the risk or the challenge of the cash flow problem. So, you know, when the employee requests the early wage access the on-demand pay provider is providing those funds and then the on-demand pay provider is then recovering those funds from the you know from the employer automatically when uh payroll is run so there's actually no impact on the cash flow of the small business and in fact many small businesses far more than you would think um at least than i would think when i first started uh, doing this actually do provide cash advances to their employees so many of them are actually already trying to scramble and deal with this. So working with an on-demand pay provider can actually, um, you know, replace that sort of internal scenario that they might be doing to to uh, to do their own in-house cash advances. So no impact on the small business cash flow in an ideal scenario when you're working with an on-demand pay provider. Um, and then the uh, the second question, um, uh, Jim, was related to you know recruitment and retention um, of of employees. Now. We've got some sort of uh, from data from ADP, right? From ADP's evolution of pay surveyed, like 29% of employees said the ability to have early access to earn wages makes a difference when making a decision to accept a job offer. So, you know, that means everything else being equal, you know, that's a significant differentiator, right? Um, in terms of whether they would take a job. 
And then when it comes to retention, you know, uh, Zazun's data shows that, you know, uh, retention rates for folks who access Zazun are about 29% um, better than uh, folks who don't access the service, right, against industry benchmarks. So we do see from just purely from a data perspective, it's quite coincidental, this 29% uh, is the same number, but, you know, mm -hmm. we definitely, the data in fact shows us both from polling employees, but also looking at retention data that, yeah, there, there does appear to be certainly an impact on recruitment and retention. Certainly some of that is also correlative, right? Um, people tend to stay longer, also are the people who are often more engaged in accessing the benefits from a, from a business. But, you know, anecdotally, we've, uh, we've uh, on top of the data, we've heard lots of stories about employees as we do interviews with our end customers that say, hey, yeah, this is a big benefit, you know, for me to stay here. And when I get my, you know, if I ever change jobs, I'm going to make sure that this is something the new, the new employer has as well. Excellent. Yeah, that makes, makes a lot of sense there. So if I can, let's take a higher view here. So other than on-demand pay, uh, what other things can small business owners do to help improve their employee financial wellness? Yeah, it's a it's a terrific question, and you know it's both something we think of as we evolve our product, and honestly, it's also something we think of with our own employees, right? Um, so, I mean, you know, I've got a few thoughts here. Um, you know, one that seems fairly obvious, but it, I think it obviously bears restating is uh, you know pay people as competitively as you can. Um, so, understanding the the limits that you know a small business will have from you know what they can afford to pay people. Um, you, you know, still be as competitive as you can. Um, sometimes we don't talk about that, right? We talk about all these other benefits that you can attract, but like ultimately it's pay people as competitively as you can and not just people you're trying to acquire from a recruitment perspective, but your own people too, right? I mean, uh, I don't know, we've all seen that scenario, right? Where uh, folks in-house uh, will not get the bump that someone who's being acquired uh, gets when they start. And that's something I think you have to equalize and, and keep an eye on. Um, uh, you know, again, the second one, I think, kind of goes without saying, but offer, you know, as complete and flexible a benefit package as you can. Um, you know, we just know from talking to our customers that a quarter of them rate healthcare and prescription medication as, you know, their leading causes of financial stress. So obviously having, um, you know, proper benefits makes a huge difference. Um, I think another thing is, uh, you know, employee financial wellness programs are sort of this big kind of generic bucket that people say, um, hey, this is important to offer. Um, you know, I think flexibility uh, with those wellness programs is really important. You know, part of the secret, I think, to why, you know, we talked about why early wage access is growing so quickly is it gives, it's not just the fact that it's, you know, obviously, in my opinion, it's a good product, but it gives the employees control over their finances and control over their cash flow. So when they need the cash and where they determine where it goes, they have that control. And what we've seen with a lot of you know, quote unquote, financial wellness programs is there's not a lot of them that have a ton of flexibility. They are what the employer thinks employees need. Um, and then subsequently, you see sort of low uptake on those benefits. And further, a lot of the financial wellness programs are geared, honestly, towards people with money, right? Like, um, they're, they're, again, back to my earlier you know, discussion around the financial stress epidemic, they're focused on, hey, um, you know, go save money for retirement, go save money for this. Here's how you, you know, here's how you do this. When, when we talk about the flexibility and the, and the uh, targeting of the right persona, like what wellness programs need to work for everybody uh, in the organization. Um, you know, last week I had, uh, we run a ADP marketplace presentation and um, I got to see another marketplace partner, uh, Compt, C-O-M-P-T, 
they got a really neat solution for employee perks and rewards. And they mentioned specifically one of their keys that where they've seen larger uptake is flexibility and employee choice. So offer wellness programs that have flexibility, have employee choice, because you're going to see that uptake. Um, so, you know, to us, that's another opportunity. And then there's proactive uh, financial tools as well. So, you know, on-demand pay is a reactive tool. Um, but, you know, can we get actually tools, not just, hey, go read this course or read this blog post, but are there actual, you know, uh, specific tools that can help with planning, budgeting, saving, and avoiding fees? You know, um, uh, you know, if they hook up uh, uh, certain elements of their bank account, can they get low balance notifications, certain things like that well, that will help them avoid overdraft fees? Uh, you know, here's how to build a budget is one of the most popular courses in our financial wellness toolkit that we that we offer. So there's a there's a proactive financial wellness tools. A lot of folks enter the workforce without you know, hands-on financial education, to be honest. So, you know, what as employers can we do to provide that? And so that it's not just lip service, but that, you know, it actually has some teeth to it that actually makes a difference, uh, you know, for people as they're trying to save money. Thank you, Shub. This has been a very enlightening conversation for me. Uh, we appreciate your sharing insights around employee financial stress and how employers can help by offering financial wellness tools like on-demand access to earned wages, as we've just discussed here. So I want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Thanks again for joining us. Be well.